Okay, with Katie Goodman, The Karens is the short film play at the Comedy Film Festival, kind of a basic, uh, not a, like a, a simple uh, concept, but very complicated in its comedy about <laughs> a group of uh, girls, who, ladies who come together because their name is Karen. And of course, it hits into our pop culture world of someone being called a Karen. And it's not a, I guess, not a positive term, I guess, that it's safe to say being called a Karen now, I guess, right? Right. I mean, that's sort of what the, that's kind of what we're, you know, talking about picking on and also, you know, why is it only women? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Right. What, what, what would be the guy version? Chad? Yeah. I, I <laughs> no, I think a Chad is something else. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm sort of going like, but why do you think it's like, before we get to your film, but why do you think the name Karen? Because it was it's just so common or like so, what do you think well that i think because it's it's so white it's classically yeah. you know and um you know it's this sort of entitled um bullying you know sort of middle american maybe i don't know there's a lot of them in new york too so i, I don't know why it came up i don't know the origin of the karen <laughs> so yeah karen is is very white because i guess i guess jennifer there you can there they could be the different culture or different uh but i guess care anybody who's a karen is a white person i guess right uh, well no that isn't actually true but it might actually have gosh i actually should look this up because i don't know the answer but it might have actually started with one specific karen in a video and then kind of gone from there but you know basically i mean it's became you know it was a a label for recognizing you know uh, uh entitlement um, racial bullying. Um, but then it just kind of morphed into, you know, this basically like imagined victimhood of, you know, um, a white woman calls police on a black man saying she's been threatened and things like that. So, but this has kind of ended up today, we're sort of using it a little bit more generically as the let me speak to your manager kind of tantrums. That I, I, I think Brandon, Brandon is the, is the male version. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But all the poor Brandons, I'm going to have to write another uh, a piece because basically this is for people who are just jumping in and don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> the Karens is a film about a support group for women named Karen. Um, and, you know, it started because my uh, my husband Soren Kissel wrote this and um, he started it because we have a friend named Karen. That's her name. She's very nice. Um, and we he wrote a um, an opera in which one of the terrible characters was named Karen. Karen, and she was the choreographer and he was sitting there the whole time like oh my god I'm sorry Karen I'm sorry Karen I'm sorry she's like look I'm used to it by now um and so that's kind of how the story started of him wanting to write this thing and thinking like all these poor nice Karens out there but anyway of course in the film as you'll see like an actual Karen with quotes around it type person comes into the middle of this support group so you're Soren that's your husband he he wrote the script yep. Yeah, we write everything together. We we run Broad Comedy, which is the cast for this also. And Broad Comedy is a internationally touring um, uh, satire, uh, musical satire and sketch show. And we do a lot of, we did the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and we had runs in LA and off-Broadway even. And uh, we've made a lot of films over the years. You can go to YouTube and just type in broad comedy or my name Katie Goodman and up will pop a whole bunch of different uh political funny <laughs> um from years and years and years of doing things but this is sort of our first one of our first um films on a set um that translated from a theater piece and that wasn't just like a music video um or capturing a live performance so yeah you go to your website there'll be a link on your website when people are listening here katiegoodman.com and 
Yeah, it's it, it's it's a symbol. You're you're the first seeing thing that we see is a picture of you on top <laughs> of a grand piano with the sword in leather. <laughs> yes, so that's sort of uh, that's sort of broad comedy, I guess, right? A little bit of sexiness yeah. too, if you don't mind me saying too, right? Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Sexy comedy, yeah. right? Well, I think the idea is that it's uh, absurd and over the top yeah. and funny and political and. And feisty. <laughs> and, and feisty. I like that. That's that's a that's a good word, feisty for your type of comedy. <laughs> and so you guys, so you this is so you you obviously do tours, you do sketches. So in terms of filmmaking itself, kind of like putting this in, into a film, this is like you guys are, are how many how much experience do you have doing that? Making the films we've Making done films, one yeah. before this. But this is our first one where it's like an actual, like I was saying, like a set um, with yeah. a whole crew in our in one location. Our music videos are all over the place. Um, <clears throat> you'll see some are very produced. Um, uh, we have a, one called um, Baby, You're 40, about turning 40. That is just what's in this incredible soundstage. So much fun. Um, and then some, we have one, um, I can swear on this, right? <laughs> Uh, called I Ain't Funding That Shit. And it's uh, it's kind of about the tea party. And we went down to DC and shot it there. So a lot of, we've done a lot of film work before, but not quite like where it is just sort of set in one location like this. Um, and it was pretty, it was quite a fun experience. We, I mean, I'm super excited about doing more of this. We have a wonderful DP, um, Sam Henriquez, um, my cast had already done what's kind of unusual is my cast had already done this piece live on stage and very oddly or surprisingly, we didn't have to uh, cut or change any of the lines from stage to screen, which I think is probably very unusual. I I'm not saying there's any magic about it. I don't really know why it works so well. Um, a lot of other things we've had to do when we've sort of changed it up for film, we've had to alter it a bit. So this is kind of interesting that way. Um, and we've done something before we did a piece called um, Abortion Road Trip, which was trying to show how far it was across Texas between clinics. And we drove down the East Coast so that East Coasters could understand how big Texas is. There's a commentary here. There's a like, it's funny, like even in this film, too, there, but you're, you're seeing something. There's, you're, there's a thematic yeah. in place. And what we mostly do these days after our off-Broadway run, we decided we really just wanted to do fundraiser performances um, at events for like women's health and ACLU and things like that for forevermore. But um, we travel around the country a little bit too. But yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's a very political show, very liberal left-wing. Um, you know, back in the day, we used to try to kind of you know, we didn't want to just preach the converted, but it's a very different time now. So now we're just trying to energize <laughs> um, political people to be more active, but also just to have a lot of fun with everything. And well, I'm Canadian, so we Canadians call it just being normal. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know we're very different. I'm showing my political bias with that, with that <laughs> statement, and no mean to offend anybody. It's just it's a different climate. The United States is a very like the the word socialism gets thrown around a lot, which people yeah. don't even know what the meaning of that right, word is, right. right? So right. it's very frustrating to to watch sometimes, right? So if to be be living in America must be even more frustrating. So yeah. Oh, it's just uh we're at a standstill a bit, you know. Yeah. Okay, so what's the difference? Because yeah, also I just want to point out that you're also one of the actors in the film. You do a fantastic job. It's Thank very you. well casted. I was just curious, what's the difference between because this is a beginning, a middle, and then there's a this is a film where the, there's it's there's a payoff in the end. 
Is there a difference between making a film and then doing a skit? Yeah, I mean, um, well, like I said, this one is exactly the same as we did on stage, but I think normally a skit might, well, I don't know, because a, a sh I think there's a difference between doing like a feature, obviously, and a short, yeah. right? So the shorts have to be super punchy. Um, in fact, I, my edit, my rough cut edit that I made was 10 minutes and my husband took it and was like, we're going to cut two minutes off. And I was like, oh, no, you can't cut anything. But he didn't. All he cut was he made everything shorter and overlapped. And it was fantastic. But we didn't cut a single word because you have to just make a short really, really punchy yeah. and fast. The main difference is there's no live audience laughing, obviously. Yeah. So our scene on stage goes many minutes longer. Uh, usually because the audience is laughing and you're getting feedback and it affects you. Right. So obviously um, if you're being uh, if there's, if you're, they're laughing places you didn't accept, expect you kind of alter how you're doing it. But in film, I get to get it exactly how I want it. I'm like, let's do each take five times. And I get to pick which ones go together and which one was the funniest. Mm -hmm. um, so that is just spectacular about film. Well, I guess you're talking about tone too, right? Whereas like the, almost like the, like you have obviously a, a very strong uh, skit with the audience, but they're kind of setting, they're kind of like, their energy is setting a certain tone for the skit in terms, even though you're doing the same, but, but this in terms of the film, like you said, you could do multiple takes. And when you get in the editing room, it's all about kind of finding the, the certain rhythm of, of the film, I guess, right? right. Right, right. And I mean, I think that's what's so much fun about editing is you and you can't obviously go back and do that on stage. If uh, somebody either goes up on their lines, or they've just added too much space, because they thought there was going to be a laugh, but that particular night, there wasn't a laugh. So this is just you can really be a micromanager, which I really enjoy for a change. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you also obviously can force the audience to look where you want them to look, whereas on stage, you have to get everyone to either be still or do the blocking. So everybody's a little bit turned to the person who's talking, things like that. You don't want to upstage somebody on stage. It's very difficult to make sure the audience is looking where you want them to look. Yeah. And in film, it's completely in my hands. I get to go, no, I'm only framing her. You're listening to her right now. You know, that said, like there's how many there's six actors in the, in the film, right? Uh, five. 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 Okay, five. See, that's how good it is. I thought it was six. Um, <laughs> so, but th that said, it's like people think this is, might be an easy film to make because it's one location, but you got to do coverage for all five of those. Oh my gosh. Actors, it was right? so tricky. Yeah. I mean, plus you're in a circle, yeah. which is unbelievable. Um, like a dinner table kind of setting. It's not easy. Yeah. And then the other thing that was crazy about this one is we're in a church that has huge windows on three sides on a sunny day. We had one day, an eight hour shoot, and that's it. And my amazing cinematographer, uh, Sam Henriquez, he he's brilliant. He works in uh, Hollywood and everything. And he's um, but he <laughs> he was like, we're so it's literally eight minutes, but with the sun moving and moving and moving and moving, and there'd be a moment where he'd be like, "Up, oh, guys, we just have to move to something right now else for 45 minutes till the sun goes past this window. And it was like 44 minutes to the second, you know, and he yeah. just really knew how to do that. But that was super challenging. And then color correcting for days um, yeah. because of that. And it's like, but it's like, uh, in terms of the, I, this looks, looks like a kind of AA meeting or narcotics. Like it looks like a, yeah. a meeting that people would attend in terms of the production design art directions. Do you change anything in the room? 
Um, yeah, a little bit. We kind of, well, we had to take half of the room because the other half was sort of this weird kitchen situation. So we set dressed um, just the middle because we wanted to be able to get all around. He didn't want us like right next to the windows, obviously. And we and we wanted to be able to move the camera wherever we wanted to. Um, but in terms of set dressing, everything was already in the room. We were just moving these like amazing, you know, beat up old coffee um, things to set up like a coffee table. Um, but we, we had everything available to us. So that was kind of great. One thing that is kind of crazy is like the, the colors of the, um, walls are different also too. So just matching everything was, um, bananas. <laughs> and, and then, so you're in the, you're in the, a lot of the master shots and then obviously you're in your ups as well. So as an, as a performer slash director, how is that? Like, how, like, are yeah. you, you trust your DP to like, make sure you got the shot? Oh God. Yeah. First of all, I completely trusted Sammy's like wildly, wildly, um, you know, experienced, but um, I tried to take myself as much out as much as I could. I also did a little bit of watching some playback because I wanted to make sure I got the shot. Um, But I'm also watching what's happening right in front of me. So I knew that comedy wise and performance wise, I got what I wanted. In fact, there's one moment in the film where you can see me just space out because (laughs) I'm such a director that I was, I mean, I'm an actor too, but I knew I was directing that day. So I was like watching more than acting to make sure the other actor was doing what I wanted. And I was like, oh crap. When I looked at it, I was like, dang it, that was her best one. We'll just use it even though I look spaced out. But um, no, I I think it's hard as a new director to be trying to be in it, but you'll see there's a ton where I'm not in it at all um, on purpose. So I could stand back and watch uh, the playbook. Yeah. yeah, no, it's like, it's like a lot of people have a hard time doing one good thing. You're, you're trying to do two good things in one day. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm usually the writer also. So this was kind of nice. Like my husband and I write broad comedy together. We almost have our hands in every single script together. I write the music, you know, and we'll both write the lyrics and we both write sketches back and forth. But this one, for some reason, he, I was busy writing something else and he just did it front to back and he did a great job. And it was really nice directing something that I didn't write. Um, I had so much more objectivity about it. Yeah, hundred percent. So you, this is kind of, so you guys seem to be onto something too, but obviously with this film, you can show it on your website or whatever, and it kind of promotes your tour as well, I guess too, right? Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think it probably does. And people know that we are sort of a women focused, um, you know, sort of, uh, sensitive, uh, <laughs> politically minded um, show, but where it's not like, you know, entirely hitting you over the head. It's really fun and smart and um, sassy too. So I I think you're right that it is kind of a calling card. So the, the interesting thing about like, because obviously there is social commentary, but it's comedic, right? So obviously there's fam- Daily Show, there's famous shows about doing that, right? Being, yeah. being sophisticated, but also being funny at the same time. Yeah, I guess that's what you're, and you, even though you call it broad comedy, it's still got, it still has a point to make, right? Yeah. And do you sometimes worry that you're just preaching to the choir? Are you trying to, like, do you want to get an audience who, who's ill-formed or, yeah. or like, that's what I was thinking. a little bit, or I'm just curious about that? Yeah, I mean, the, it's interesting, like, who's ill-formed anymore that would enjoy this? I mean, nobody, even college students are so on their game. Um, which is great. I think like what I was saying before I tried, uh, we back in the old days, we've been doing this for 22 years or something, this show with various casts in different years. So different since years. like since the Bush years. 
Like oh yeah. Yes. And I mean, you'll see on, on, on YouTube, we've got tons of old Bush, like Bush one and two, you know? Um, so it's, we've been around a while and we have to keep updating our show every year. Of course, all new material, every, although there's a couple songs you'll see on there that have been there for 12 years because they kind of are the horrible gift that keeps giving. But you know, it used to be, Soren used to say, if two people walk out in a theater of 500, that's perfect. Um, cause that means we're saying something, but nowadays, first of all, everybody knows what they're getting into before they go to theater. Cause they can see it online. So there's yeah. no surprises. And secondly, nobody is going to come to our show who is super conservative because they'd hate it. And we don't, you know, we're not changing any minds anymore. Okay. Nobody is open to anything in America. Like no, everybody we're stuck in these like two extremely opposite, um, uh, you know, uh, patterns of political thought. And I, it's just not even our goal anymore. And it's sad. And it's, we used to, I, I remember one day we had something called the United States extreme right-wing cheerleading squad. And I had one woman out and she at the lobby afterwards. And she said, you know, I'm very conservative, but that made me laugh so hard. You actually really made me yeah. laugh at the, at the right. You made me laugh at ourselves. There's things I also feel yeah. like aren't quite right. And that just won't happen anymore. You know? I don't, I don't know. Like, like, I, I don't know if I totally agree with you, with you. I, okay. I, think that, I think that, that every, like, if you look, even look at the midterms that happen, it's like anything can happen every single election. Right. Cause there's so many yeah. people who are, who, who are both liberal and conservative. And I think we all are right. I think everybody, especially in the United States, like I went to school there and I obviously I worked there a lot too, is that everybody's sort of in the central mindset, right? They, they, they have both ideals and they're not one extreme or the other extreme. And they're going to- In the US? Gonna, in the US, yeah. Oh, I don't think that's accurate. No, but you <laughs> see that you see that in the election cycles, right? You see that, you see the swing voters, like you see 20, 30% that basically, and I think that especially in other, especially in more of like different kind of uh, states, you're seeing that all the time, right? Like it's, it's all about what, what is motivating you in the moment, right? Like it, it you like you just saw that in the midterms, right? Like it's yeah, but like I don't think that's as huge a portion of the population, and I think it's, it's often on one topic. Um, like for example, someone who's conservative might be very pro-choice for personal reasons, sure, yeah. kind of a thing, and it matters enough to but them. It can to be, but someone who's liberal can be pro-life. I know people who are very liberal who are pro-life, right? Like. And just, I'm just using that analogy that you just said, right? I just think that I like I honestly believe that most people are central, like we're a central kind of. Well, that is super mindset. interesting hearing. I think you have a unique position because you're in Canada, sort of being more um, objective, and maybe you there's some truth to that. Uh, you know, I'm living in New York, and <laughs> it's like I do not see that. And then I go to Texas and various other places because I'm also a keynote speaker. And I see like just the opposite, but also I think because I'm in more of a political space, I see the screaming on both sides. Yeah. So maybe what you're just saying is like in a normal average human, we're all a little less like locked in. Um, but I, I just, I mean, it's hard to tell what the actual truth to that is. I would love that to be the case so that we could go in to like, maybe we'll have a show called swing vote or something. And uh, you know, go but ahead. I, but I also also believe that most people don't even know what's going on, right? Most people are living. That's true. <laughs> that no, like, so you ask like somebody, you go walk down the street in New York City, even in New York City. I don't know where you are, but you're in Brooklyn, right? So basically, yeah. so you're you walk down Brooklyn, you ask who's our two senators, 
Who's our governor? Right, 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 right. Right? No, I hear Obviously what you're saying. wouldn't know the answer to that question. Right, exactly. And I think like, I think what's kind of interesting about film too, is it's you're taking it to um, a much broader audience. So something yeah. like this, like something like the Karens isn't hit you over the head liberal at all. It's just no. anti-racist. It's um, also feminist. And I feel like that does cross borders, which it should and is great. So that's why I'm enjoying um, getting into festivals and things like this, where the audience is going to be more, you know, that, that, yeah, that's it's also too, but also like like someone is be called a Karen, and maybe it's unjustified. Obviously, like it's like there's there's a there's a wokeness to it, right? Meaning that like just because you're <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say, it's like there's trust me, there's a lot of racist fe white females who are perfectly justified for for getting called out, but sometimes people are just like people, right? And they're getting called out for yeah. not. Or being a Karen, for, and even though they're not really a Karen, right? I don't mm. know. I'm just mm, yeah, it's been interesting. I mean, we've gotten some really fun feedback. Mostly, we've got feedback from people who are named Karen who are like, yeah. "Thank you, thank you, thank you." <laughs> well, I live in suburbia, right? So it's like I mean, there's like four Karens that I know, right? So basically, <laughs> <laughs> and they probably would like this film. I will show them this film when it shows later on. But I, I, I think that they'll they'll like <laughs> laugh at themselves because they have to, right? Right. Well, also what they're, I mean, this isn't, um, this is definitely making fun of the Karen uh, stereotype, but um, having some compassion for people who are named Karen and just caught in the crossfire. <laughs> but what did you think about our, the feedback that we sent you from our, our festival? What did you think about? Oh, it was great. I was so happy to see it. Um, first of all, it was all positive, which I wasn't expecting, I, you know, <laughs> which was nice and um, <clears throat> thoughtful, really eloquent folks talking. Um and uh, it was a diverse audience, which was nice too. And um, yeah, I, it was lovely. I shared that with my cast immediately. Yeah, what did they think of the, was anything that stood out? I was just curious, anything that kind of surprised you? It's always interesting to hear what, especially um, Well, no, I don't mean to sound braggy, but it was no. just sort of validating because I, you know, as one of our first films, it was, or the first film like this, um, there was a lot of nice comments on just the production and the direct directing and the writing. And so, and the acting also, my actors are just so great. And, you know, like we think our actors are great. We like our writing, but you never know just what people who yeah. don't know us at all are going to think. Cause a lot of places we go, we already have fans and like for any rock band, that's a, you know, easy yeah. audience. Right. So this was, um, I'm glad it read exactly the way we wanted it to No, There wasn't, I've not had a single person yet. Like, misunderstand the whole piece or get offended in any way everyone so it seems like soren did a really good job making it very clear in the writing like what the point was yeah no it's yeah 100 like 100 percent. it's like it's like people i i like obviously this is what i do for a living but this is a hard film to make oh, in terms thanks. of like tone because yeah. in terms of like because you got five different actors kind of doing their own little thing right and yeah. the writing's there but it's gotta like all everything's gotta connect yeah. And, and it's very difficult, especially with this type of comedy in, in terms of beats and tones and stuff like that. A lot mm -hmm. like I watch a lot of films that attempt what you did, did that don't work. Right. So it was interesting that your your husband brought it down from 10 minutes to eight minutes. I would love to see. Um, you know what I mean? It would be interesting yeah. from just from a from a storytelling standpoint, because yeah, it's it like, was because it's really difficult what you did. It's like it's sort of like it's because everything's got to connect it's like one false note from one of your performers the audience is gone right yeah 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 
Yeah, these guys are talented. I mean, they're like Broadway performing people. Yeah. You know, they're all New York actors and um, they're extremely experienced. Um, but they all got to be working on the same film. Sometimes you get these experienced yeah. actors and they're doing their thing. Yeah. But they're not, they're all working. They're all, they're all making a different film, right? Sometimes. Well, that's exactly. I've used that expression before too. But one of the things that's really nice is we've all worked together for six years on stage before. So um, we really know each other. I know how to talk to them. They understand what I'm saying. Um, we almost have like a, you know, abbreviated speech and, um, you know, like twins. Yeah. <laughs> like imaginary. And, um, and we'd seen it played in front of an audience before. Um, so we kind of knew how to get onto the same page, but I hear what you're saying. I mean, I, um, I don't think I gave almost any notes, like guys, take it down. You're on film, not theater. Like they all know how to do that intrinsically. Um, I, in fact, there was only, there was one moment where I was like, oh, can you just actually give this a little bit more? We're not, it doesn't read. You need to, cause they were so worried they were overplaying it, you know, um, but it was actually too, too subtle. Um, anyway. And, um, you know, the other thing like Danielle who plays the, I call her the not Karen, Karen, cause she's not yeah. named Karen, but she's the Karen. Um, she, uh, she's so talented. I uh, stupidly, it was a rookie move. I left my, um, close-ups of her till the last half hour. And, um, I suddenly just panicked realizing how little time we had left. And I was like, Danielle, you only get two takes on each of these go. And she just nailed it. I mean, like there was no question. Uh, I think she's so fantastic. I mean, she'd been rehearsing all day, which I think helped a little bit because she was reading for everybody else, but she, she's just so funny. And I would, we, I gave her little sections to redo a few times um, just like a look or something pretty quick. But other than that, I just made her fly through it and, I don't know. That just said a lot. I thought like about her skills and everybody was just really, really easy to work with as they always are. So you guys are going to go, you guys. Yeah. It was because there's such a difference. I was kind of alluding in the beginning. There's such a difference between being on stage and, and making a film. Right. Yeah. Like, like you said, you do different takes. It's all, it's all about tone. So yeah. So they, they, for them to be able to shift is a, is a really interesting kind of uh it's it's amazing. So you you guys still so you guys are doing. Um, I see on your website you have a show. I guess in May. On the yeah, triad. in New York at the Triad. Yeah, that's. I've actually I'm... seen a couple shows there. That's a lot oh, really? side, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, it's such a cute space, isn't it? A little red velvet uh, cabaret. Yeah. yeah, we love doing our show there. Have a drink. Probably and don't know insider information is the backstage is basically the size of a bathroom, and um, so there's five of us just almost sitting on top of each other that is like a clown car when you come out <laughs> that would make sense because i seen i think i seen two one-man shows there exactly so, it's usually that <laughs> anyway and we've got all these huge like crazy costumes as well when we do our live shows <laughs> have you guys ever thought about um like uh going to like alabama or like arkansas or like well Kansas? we have um we have but it's been in the in the context of doing like a planned parenthood fundraiser we were at the um cowboy museum in Oklahoma and we've done Birmingham. I did a solo show in Birmingham. And, you know, so um, I'm not sure there's a huge point in going down unless we're going to let the audience know exactly what it is before they come in. Well, like, because like, uh, like Bill Maher, for example, he all, that's where he plays, right? He always yeah. plays in these, these right, these like red states and yeah, he always sells out, right? Like it's yeah. You know, 
Well, we do too. And everybody knows what his comedy is about, basically, too. Right. right. And we're trying to do, I mean, that's why we're trying to like help things in, you know, places that don't have funding for women's health, for one thing, um, and just really get people out that way there. It is crazy. It's that like, it is a crazy time. Like, obviously, the abortion issue is a huge thing right now, right? Like, where it's like now states. It's, it's like it's becoming it's all about like the states is deciding about this crazy law that got passed. Yeah. So, and like you said, you did that tour within Texas, which the next clinics, I guess. Right. Which is oh, it's just it's kind of like sad. But uh, <laughs> what we what we did to turn it into a film, though, that issue, which is yeah. is <clears throat> and you can look it up. It's called Abortion Road Trip and it's on the Broad Comedy YouTube channel. And it was, we got, we worked with NARAL, um, which is a reproductive rights organization. And we we got in a car, I think in DC and drove like all the way to Tennessee. And we were trying to show like, that's how far it is between clinics. So if you live, um, actually, sorry, that's how far it is from a person, the farthest from a clinic. That's how far they would have to go. Yeah. And it shows that it's just utterly impossible if you uh, don't have money and you can't get off from work or you have kids, you know, their kids to take care of and things. Sure. And um, we, that was fully improvised the entire thing. Um, we're driving down. Uh, we were driving actually to my husband's uh, father for a vacation. We're like, let's do this on the way down. And we just had a camera in the car and we just made up a lot of funny along the way, but we would run into things like just absolutely insane billboards. And then we'd be like, turn the car around. We're going to get another shot of that as we go. Yeah. And that was a really fun project. Um, but to your point, um, you know, it was trying to put in, um, put some funny, um, a- around this issue so that would pe- people would bother paying attention to it. Cause I think when things are so, you know, depressing, or like you yeah. said, they're complicated and people are, can't, it's hard to get educated. This was one way to do it where it would be sort of easy and <laughs> fun. Well, you know, what, there's, there's something that conservatives are, are, can't do really well is, is to be funny. For some reason well it's punching down right it's like the classic um you know are you talking to power or are you the position of power and sort of punching down like who are they what are they going to do make fun of like women and gay people which i guess is what they do i don't go to conservative comedy shows yeah um, then you're you know you're, that's the whole point is there a conservative comedy show yeah i don't know because i don't well but here's it. here's the thing it's like fox news doesn't like john stewart will never go on fox news again because he always dominates the conversation because right, right. i've seen that right yeah. so nobody like sean hannity or the other shithead tucker or whatever is like he can't he can't go on his level because he can't be funny like him right yeah. i know he's, i know he's a professional comedian but it's like you know what i mean it's like you don't yeah. there's no like parallel to that right right yeah so no i just but there's that's a that's a one-upmanship right because everybody people remember funny people yeah. remember funny right yeah 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 so. All right, congratulations on the film. Thank I wish it so I wish you it does well for you. It's it's really fantastic. Like I said, these are the hard films to make and you guys pulled it off even though your expertise and it seems like you're become your expertise is becoming short films as well, but you're, yeah. you're the expert at the stage. So what mm-hmm. my suggestions for you and your husband is to keep making these films because yeah. they stand a test of time and they're there forever and they also will help you promote your show as well but that's yeah. just my that's my unsolicited advice yeah thank you i'll take it matthew i mean this is what i we really do want to do a big pivot and i want to start making features at some point as well so it's been exciting all right congratulations thank you <laughs> nice to meet you one two three four five